0: Hey everyone, what's up? Welcome to Know Your Gear QA number 95, the official last QA of 2018. I know last week we talked about um, uh, whether or not I was going to do a QA this week. I said I didn't know if I was going to be able to do it, and uh, I was able to do it. Um, Our our, uh, holiday plans fell through and we weren't able to spend time with the family. So um, that's, you know, sometimes things like that happen. So we, uh, we did a small, quaint little Christmas time thing, uh, Us, uh, me and the kids and the wife. Uh, went to the movies. We saw a couple of movies. Saw the new Bumblebee movie, and I saw the Wreck-It Ralph, a Ralph Wrecks the Internet uh, movie. It was good, or Breaks the Internet, whatever they call this m- the movie. Is good. It was a good movie. Um, kids enjoyed it. And uh, so it was cool. So I'm here. I thought, hey, we got to do the QA. Uh, and let's see what's going on. I'm hoping that we can have some cool last-minute stuff to talk about before the year in because I have some cool stuff to talk about so uh surf buddy says what's up from boston what's up boston you know boston i'll tell you a uh, funny thing that happened to me yesterday was um i went to christmas lights with the kids (laughs) and it was freezing we were all wearing we were laughing we're all wearing uh, gloves and hats it's a and uh it was 50 i got in the car and it was 54 outside so i'm like i think it's definitely an arizona thing i don't imagine a lot of you guys at 54 would be freezing like we were but we were cold uh let's see uh what else do we got going on (laughs) <laughs> Somebody's somebody saying from the Midwest, uh, they, so, uh, Terry says you and the catologist, what happened there? So what happened with the catologist was yesterday, uh, started out to be one of the best days I've had. Uh, it was it started. So I just tell you, it started out with, I got an email from Steve at Sweetwater who said, Hey, they wanted to thank me for uh, the fact that they got this really cool email, and they wanted to share with me our letter. Thank you, guys. By the way, a lot of you guys that bought stuff from Sweetwater uh, put these really nice comments about how it was the channel that inspired you to do that. Anyway, so I responded to Steve. Everything was great, and then of course, uh, I started working on the uh, contest video where you know to win the pedal board, and I, I narrowed it down. I had the kids and my wife come. We narrowed down the the the, the uh, pitchers down to five. You can go on the ask, or knowyourgear.net to see the final five pitchers. And uh, so you guys get to choose the best of that five. But we, we we took it from the 10 to the five. And then, man, all of a sudden, I just started noticing all these comments everywhere. Uh, you know, I'm a horrible father. I should kill myself. People, uh, I, I don't know, something about I, I, uh, I'm uh, re- stealing from Sweetwater um, they were bad, man. Like it was, and, and I'm like, hey, it's not my first four way into this swamp of the internet. Um, and so, obviously, when stuff like that happens, something starting, something happened, something infused this uh, backlash, right? Um, and uh, so I go, okay, uh, so all right, something happened, and uh, basically, it was the guitarist did a video, and he didn't like my video review of the Sweetwater guitar, um, and. So obviously that's his, like I said yesterday, that's his point. He cannot like a video I did. Uh, But uh, what ended up happening was I decided to go live yesterday uh, for, and I talked about the fact that we should just give him views and subs. That was really a bad thing to do in, in retrospect, because that's not what I usually do. That's not my personality trait. Um, And to, to be fair to the gettologist, it's not the gettologist it's, I understand everybody's got a point um, out there. My point sometimes when I share content is, I'll start with this. I didn't want to do that Sweetwater video. So it's it's a sensitive spot for me. When I did that Sweetwater video, I did it because... It was, I filmed it as an unboxing. That was the reaction and I put it out. And I I just, if you look at my channel, 560 videos, I really try to stay as positive as possible, but I don't want to sham anybody in saying everything's great. Isn't it great out there? You know, all companies are great. You know, sometimes there's, there's lessons to be learned. And what was great about that video was Sweetwater, you know, obviously, as you guys know, reached out to us uh, and said, Hey, because of this video, we've decided to disclose the 55 point inspection. We reviewed it and changed a few things. And we would like you to come out. And anyways, when I did that, uh, the, when that happened, you guys know that that didn't work out. They still want me to come out. Still, that's what yesterday's email. They're, they're still asking me to come out and, and, and review their, their new system. And, um, what ended up happening that was interesting was, as you guys know, because of the way it, uh promised, I promised that Sweetwater said they'd give me a guitar and I said, I'd give it to you guys. And then that didn't work out. So I bought a guitar with my own money to give a uh, giveaway and uh and do a, a sharp axe, and then of course prs stepped up and helped uh, with that which is very kind of them again um but the point of the whole thing was man i thought this subject was kind of dead i i i i, I way i must have a really horrible way of looking at things i bought a guitar with my own money i didn't like the guitar so i sent it back if that makes me a horrible person i i think i'm in a lot of company with a lot of people i think a lot of people return stuff i had a store for 13 years returns are just a daily thing you deal with um, it's not fun, but it's not fun for anybody to return stuff. The store or the customer. Um, oh yeah, well, hold on. I'll get to the Marshall cabin in a second. So, uh, so anyways, so yeah, so I, I put up the video. What happened with the video was I put it up and then uh, one of you guys, which are always awesome. One of you viewers basically said it, th- they didn't enjoy the video. They said that, you know, it does, it's not nice to watch me go off on somebody and talk about stuff. And I, I agreed. I was like, yeah, you know what? I'm not helping anything here. The sad thing is is uh I'll tell you where I was slided. And I'm sure, you know, videos like this, the catologist will see it. I was slighted because I felt like, it's funny, the catologist was a subject of a conversation just a week ago. And it started like this. And, and I'm sure a lot of you guys won't believe this story. And I have witnesses to the story. I made the comment that, uh as I you guys saw a couple shows ago, about how I would like to get somebody who's a specialist like on cables or amps. We've been talking about this. And I thought he would be a good, Subject for the show to come on the show and I've been trying to expand the show by putting other people with me If you guys notice to talk and to take questions and then I made the comment. I said yeah But I don't think the guy likes me too much. He doesn't seem to to dig uh, the channel And so when yesterday's video came out, it's fine that he didn't like me I was just like man uh, boy was I overly wrong. He doesn't not only doesn't like me. He really doesn't like me uh, So that's fine again that's not what the channel's about. So I, I apologize for the video. I apologize to the gautologist. You know, my my mother used to say, you can apologize without saying sorry. You just say sorry, you feel that way. That's not what I'm saying in this case. I, I apologize because uh, this is my problem every time with this stuff. Anytime this stuff comes up, I'm really not into that side of the world of, 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 of YouTube. I'm really into, hey, let's talk about gear. And um, so there you go. So there you go. I'm sorry. The video is up. Um, the, um, and I thought if I left the video up, it's just going to, uh, get anybody on. If anyone feels that compelled to see the video, I don't know. Maybe we can arrange for you guys. I'll post a unlisted link or something. I really don't have a problem with anybody seeing it. I just obviously don't want to, uh, uh, this is not what, it, you know, isn't it sad? I, I like said, I said, I just, like I like said, with the GitCon thing where we all met and we had, uh, you know, we, I, I just think it's funny that he likes guitar stuff. I like guitar stuff. My instinct is I guess we would like each other a little bit. I, I get that's not always the case. Again, I apologize. Um, on that note, uh, so I got some good news. Here's the good news. I talked about it a little bit yesterday. I'll talk about it. So there's my new Marshall cabinet from Sweetwater. Uh, it doesn't smell bad. It doesn't smell like anything. It smells exactly like my other Marshalls. As you can see I have a bunch of Marshalls. I'm very excited about that Funny thing that happened. I got to share this with you If you guys saw I did a video with sweetwater about their candy and I said hey, I I don't really eat the candy And uh, you can put a stop on the count sweetwater sent me One of every candy so I could try them all That is funny I I was actually I you know what what a great and here's the funny thing about this Maybe I looked at the candy thing wrong, too and any other day than today, because I got the cabinet, you're right. Any other day today, I would probably say I'm not interested in the candy. But today, it was a good pick-me-up. I can see why some of you guys like the candy. It was a nice surprise. So, And it was funny. Like I said, there's Laffy Taffy, Tootsie Rolls, bit of honey. Definitely not on the diet. I don't know what I'm going to do about that, but we'll see. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, do a review of the candy. You know, what's funny is... Uh, Yeah. I kind of feel compelled to, but, uh, so, um, the cabinet love the cabinet. It's great. Um, I talked about this yesterday, uh, Chicago music exchange. Uh, they, um, I don't know if they saw the video. They didn't say they just reached out to me and they said, um, they will, uh, return the cabinet, which is great. Um, and reverb, and this is why I've talked about reverb many times in the past. If you guys saw my fake guitar string videos, where I uh, when I talked about the the, the counterfeit uh, Dadaria strings, I talked about the fact in that video that uh, you know reverb has a lot of policies to protect customers. Um, they uh they were reading the the messages back and forth because i gave uh i gave uh, chicago music a unfavorable review obviously cuz i was like i was not happy with the experience and uh they said look if you send us a receipt of the price you paid for the sweetwater cabinet versus the um chicago music store cabinet we'll give you a gift card for the difference um and uh which was crazy right that's crazy uh, and, and you know what that's not the first time I've seen them take care of customers They've done this a lot, you know, you know, what I mean uh, I, I talked about in the one time when I had a, a broken amp They were trying to take care of it and I didn't I didn't want them to do it But so we said no, um, but anyways, I that was cool. I, I was a good shout out I, I just I thought definitely reverb deserved a shout out for being above uh, and a lot of you guys made a comment About this is why I want to talk about this a lot of you guys made the comments last week that I guess reverb and Chicago music exchange are the same company and then somebody told me that they're same, but now they're held separately. I, I don't know anything about that. I didn't do any research on them this week about uh, seeing how connected they are. What I can tell you was, is that I definitely got the vibe from everything that the reverb person that contacted me, had. it was not connected in any way to Chicago because their music exchange, they were separate. They were definitely separate and didn't know each other or know that they were, either one was talking to me. And the other thing I didn't know is that although Chicago music exchange looks and sounded like they saw the video and they responded to me, reverb didn't know the guy I was talking to who didn't even know I was a YouTuber. Um, I sent him, after he sent me that nice email about, hey, they'd like to give me a gift card, I sent him some links to some videos where I've said nice things about Reverb. I said, hey, as you guys know, I just want to let you know I'm a supporter of the Reverb thing. Check it out. And he said, I'll have to check out your channel. What's the name of it? You know, and he was, so you could tell it was it was cool. So the reason I like that is because um, I was definitely like, you could tell they were just doing their customer service gig. So Again, I, I buy a reverb. I spend, so you know, most of my online dollars, I think I've talked about this. Uh, somebody asked me where I buy online. It's mostly reverb. If I'm not buying from reverb, it's usually uh, Sweetwater. And so I usually make a purchase of Sweetwater uh, once a month, you know, right? Uh, and uh, reverb uh, about once a month. So, so, so... Uh, I think CME, I think somebody's trying to say CME, uh, Chicago Music Exchange owns Reverb. Yeah, that is my understanding too. But again, uh, by that definition, Guitar Center owns Musician's Friend, but they are ran separately. They're held separately. So I think that's what I'm trying to say is that I, I whether they own each other or whether CME owns Reverb, I, I don't think these two entities that I was dealing with were connected by the employees. They weren't interacting with each other. So, I don't know. I just thought i uh, point that out. I, I definitely, the reason I say that is because I didn't get the vibe that Reverb was trying to help Chicago Music Exchange. You're know, right by saying, hey, we'll step in and help with the situation. I think they were just, uh, it wouldn't matter if it was a private seller, it looks like. So, so there you go. Uh, anyways, back to, uh, well, you guys got to some super chats. Uh, hold on a second. I'll pin them. Uh, what else do we got going on? I feel like there's so much for the year, and I feel sad. I'm not going to see you guys till next year. <laughs> it's a week. Uh, let's see. Um, now, hold on. I, 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 this is then. Then we're not revising the subject anymore. So, Jason, I, uh, Jason, put uh, you know, boycott uh, this uh, D word, either me or the, or he's talking about gaitologist. I see some catologist stuff, dude. I'm not kidding. When I say um, I think it's okay to have two different opinions, I I really appreciate his opinion. Um, I I even watched today's video where he was—you know—he made uh, today's video. Um, I didn't—I didn't prefer some of the edits because he took some pieces out that would have really made the what I said make more sense. But I can't accuse him of doing that on purpose because I have to edit videos too. That's—I think—that's my my issue. Uh, So you know, with when you have issues with. Uh, people that would do what I do and vice versa is that I'm aware of the fact what it's like. I know how hard it is to do what I'm doing. I know how hard it is to do what he's doing. Um, this is not the easy gig. You know what I mean? My day starts out every day with a dozen horrible comments on a good day. And, and that is not uh, a pity me uh, thing. That's just, um, that's just how, you know, the, the social media world is, you know what I mean, so uh, I, I try not to create environments where that is. And so, uh, and so, like I said, he, I, I'm as guilty, if not more guilty than him. Uh, like I said, if you guys choose to uh, not like my channel because of his channel or vice versa, that's that's up to you guys. But I'm asking my side, my viewers, uh, you know, um, to be open minded is what I'm saying, right? I've said this a million times. I am not smart. I'm experienced. I I wish I could say I was smart. I wish I could say I figure things out. Um, I, I, I know things because I did things and I've had bad experiences or good experiences. And from those experiences, I've started making videos. Hey, when I did this, this is what happened. When I did that, this is what happened. I'm just sharing what happened because I value what a mistake feels like. And I think, hey, if I could stop somebody from making a mistake, uh, that'd be great because I would really like it anytime somebody could stop me from making a mistake. So again, I, I made a mistake yesterday. It happens. Um, the only thing I don't uh, apologize for is uh, the guitar I bought, I returned it. I, I didn't have to have a reason. It's a non, There's you don't need a reason to return a guitar. I understand everybody's points of and his points about the guitar, but the reality is this. Uh, my Sweetwater rep, it takes my money every time I send it to them. I bought my cabinet from them. I just bought a new wireless uh, lapel system from Sweetwater. Uh, I bought SD cards last uh, week for last from Sweetwater. I, I spend money with Sweetwater. Trust me, they, they, we, they're fine. I'm helping the economy. <laughs> There's no doubt that I'm helping the economy. So uh, when it comes to the gear community, so uh, in fact, everybody usually tells me I need to knock it off, <laughs> right? Everybody's like, "Hey, how many guitars do you need?" I don't know. One. Uh, Okay, so let's take some good questions. Let's go on this route. Uh, Matt Wells. Hey, Phil, I've been itching for a gold top Les Paul, but don't want to drop 3K. Ah, I'm in the same boat, man. Uh, (laughs) uh, Because anyways, a standard or custom shop. Thoughts on Les Paul Tribute? most likely upgrade the pickups. You know, it's funny is, I, I, Matt, I can tell you again, it, 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 kind of my experience so far with the Les Pauls. You guys have seen, I bought a bunch of Les Pauls. I, I, my problem with Les Pauls is that they're very expensive and I can never get, I want one that's special. I feel like if I play one, I want it to bond with me. It's a very expensive guitar. It's definitely one of the more expensive guitars you can own. And I've come to the same conclusion as you that I would rather go through a bunch of uh, Les Paul tribute guitars, you know, like I right? Um, and, uh, just make it what I want. So that's what I've been trying to do is check out more and more Epiphone. So an Epiphone is in my future, Les Paul. You'll see it coming soon. I don't know what it's, which one it's going to be or how I'm going. I'm waiting for the right one. I'm not just buying one, or ordering one. I've been going to stores lately, picking them up, trying to get a feel of them. Um, because I can get my hands on more of them. And I know over time it's going to be a better experience. If I find the right one, I would rather pick up a guitar that I love than try to, I've done this oh, oh, so many times on the internet. It just seems so bad every time is I try to calculate how to get the guitar. In other words, like, okay, if it's this weight and it's, and if and it's got this style neck and it's got these kind of pickups, it's like, you're doing the math and you're like, all these things should equate to a really online buying guitars. Like online dating I, is how I kind of, perceive it. It's like, uh, you know, it's still a crapshoot Even after you do all the, you know, after you see everything, you never know until you actually meet in person and you never know. So, so I would recommend, uh, that's what I've decided to do. I've recommended is that, uh, I, I don't care if a guitar is 300 bucks or $3,000, if it's $30 or uh, 30,000. Well, I do cause I can't afford $30,000. But anyways, uh, the point is, um, yeah, find a guitar that you love because what I realized though in my collection over the years is that there's a handful of guitars and a literally three or four maybe five tops and i'm rounding up uh that i've just love over the years and they just I, every day i pick them up and those are the ones they play and as much as i've wanted to love another one whichever one it just doesn't blend that way uh let's see can it just say keep doing what you're doing uh don't get caught up yeah you know what uh, i appreciate that that's good to hear man thank you for the super chat uh I, I, like i said i'm not it's not a big deal. You know, so it's funny as I'd still, if the guitar would ever come on, uh, I'd, I'd have them come on. The uh, I'd like to next year, you guys I'd love to hear your guys comments on this. I'd love to next year. This is something this year I just couldn't do. It's too much stuff going on this year. But now I've kind of gotten, you know, with Mike helping out and stuff. Like we talked about this, you know, getting stuff caught up, getting the time uh, caught up, you know, between my family and work and this and all this stuff. My, my point is um, I'd love to have more guests on next year. You know what I mean? I, I would like to have like Keely on. I'd like to have like Brian Wampler on. I'd, I'd like to have, uh, um, who else would be good? I'd like to have Sammy Ash back. He was cool, right? Um, I'd like to get somebody from Sweetwater on here. I'd like to get, uh, uh maybe uh, Dave Freeman. You know, uh, the, like I said, guitarist uh, YouTubers. I'm curious to see who you guys would like to see. I'm really interested. In fact, you can type it to ask Know Your Gear, uh you know uh at gmail.com uh, or whatever at gmail and uh, and just put in the subject uh guest and then tell me who are you can put in the comments down below i'd like to know what guests you'd like to see on and I'd like to have people on that it could help. Ex- you know, We could talk about a subject and expand upon it and answer questions. So it'd be good. Uh, Brad says, getting a PRS 409 Orange Tiger Tin Top tomorrow. What are your thoughts on the, uh, f- uh, sorry, I don't know why I said 409. I'm thinking of the spray, right? 509, the 509. I had a 513. I loved it. I don't know why I ever got rid of it. It was t- t- just, you know, silly. <laughs> yeah sometimes you know it's one of those guitars that got away i love the 513 i've never really played a 509 i probably picked it up you know atmospherically like picked it up and you know but i've never played when played one i gotta assume it's pretty much the same guitar i've heard there's some cooler things with the switches and stuff if it's anything like my 513 and i've been told it's actually better um if it's anything like the 513 it's a great guitar so uh, the 513 and i'll tell you and this is my advice for your 509 and so you don't fall down the same road i went with the 513 the 513 i bought it and i sold it and um when i sold that guitar the reason why i sold it was somebody offered me what i paid for it and i saw it as an opportunity to get flush i was like oh no one will ever want to pay me what i paid for this again so i sold it because thinking ah oh, it's an opportunity and now looking back i can't buy one for what i sold it for so I'll never have one again. Uh, Derek says, "Hey Phil, what do you think uh, as far as replacement Strat necks from sites like uh, WD, Mighty Mite, Warmoth, and how do they compare in quality?" Well, without a doubt, my experience the Warmoth has been the best necks. I um, I like Warmoth a lot. They they make great quality stuff. Mighty might and WD have made good stuff too. Um, the uh, my experience with the Mighty Mites have been the necks are great. Although I've read online some twisted neck issues, I've never experienced that. Every neck I've gotten my hands on would have been fine, but always a little fret polishing needed more so than the Warmoth, right? Um, I think the price in these c- categories really explain it all. Warmoth is more expensive, but it's a little higher. It's better. Is it is it that much more better that it justifies that price? I don't know, man. I just don't know. Uh, but um, uh, what do you call it? Um, but all three I've had a good experiences with WD, Mighty Might, and Warmoth. I can't really tell you like to stay away from any particular one. So um, I think I think uh Daryl Brune did a bunch of warmoth videos that I watched. So uh I might have to link that in. You might have to check that out because I thought it was cool. You know, you don't see a whole lot of YouTubers doing warm part videos. Warmoth is definitely a, a company I would like, I would personally like to see more review videos of, uh, but I mean, it's, it's pricey. So if you could get the clout to get, you know, get Warmoth to give you deals, uh, that'd be great. If not, it, he's just taking the brunt financially on his own. Uh, Matt Bud says front load or rear load speakers in a cab. Any difference in sound? Your preference. I've, again, this is something I've heard over the years. that There's a difference. I, I literally have never heard, heard it. But I've never done a comparison. I don't know how you would even do that uh, comparison. This is where, I, like I said, what, what's great is the, I would love to get – see, here's the meal. The, to me, it's like I, I, speakers, amps, those, and, and maybe pedals would be three people I'd love to have on the show and have this kind of discussion. You know what I mean? Have somebody go through the differences of speakers and why that is. Um, Speakers are one of those things that I've experimented with so much over the years. I just learned all, but all I was trying to obtain in that experience was the, the, the win, the end result, which was for me was this is the type of speaker I liked. Uh, so there you go. Uh, Sean blue says Philip uh, McKnight. Hey, that's my name Uh, know how a dirty Shirley mini compares to the smaller Marshall 20 watt head I don't i've never played the uh, dirty dirty Shirley mini and I I have the the pt and I have the runt And uh, I would love to try a dirty Shirley because I I could Maybe decide if that's what i'm missing of the two because there's certain things I like the Runt having the clean channel and I like the pt having the dirty channel, uh, and uh, but the Marshall 20 head is definitely one of my next amps. Uh, we talked about that last week about doing a comparison. I, I'm loving this, by the way. I've just been playing it. In fact, I feel like you guys know I like my Archon a lot. I actually, you know what? I feel like these three amps. If I had these three amps, my Princeton, my Archon, for this is my heavy metal, this is my blues and clean, and this is my rock amp. I, I, I don't know what else I could ever want for amps. Uh, in fact, that's probably why they're all gone. I probably just did it instinctively <laughs> and put those three sounds there. Um, so, yeah. And, and so the, the the Marshall 20, though, I don't really necessarily want the amp. I just want to review it against this. So it's one of those things. I, I was looking at some used ones for 400 bucks, kind of thing. Uh, Neil says, hi, thoughts on the aux, uh, Vox, Vox AC30 blue speakers, 2004 to 2009 model. Also the Fender Roadhouse with the S1 switch. Extra tone capabilities. Uh, Roadhouse strats are cool. Obviously, I'm partial because I like they have a copper one. It's a darker copper than my copper strat. Roadhouse strats are cool. I always think those are one of those sleeper guitars. Roadhouse strats to me are like, they feel better than the American standards, but they're priced right underneath them. They're like this perfect, perfect thing. I think a lot of the Mexican-made strats above the standard, or now it's called the player series, the the vintage reissues and the roadhouses, and the, uh, what's the other one? they have not the roadhouse they have a deluxe uh those are great so uh the vox ac30 with blue speakers again is great i like i like the uncle alnico blue speakers a lot uh but that amp uh sounds fantastic and takes some pedals well but it's not a great pedal platform you didn't say that was an issue i'm just letting you know that's a potential downfall of it is that uh some pedals sound great and some don't it's not as universal platform as let's say a basic fender amp it's got more characters, what I'm trying to say. It's got a tone to it that it, that, so. Uh. Yeah. See, Dennis is saying Deluxe Roadhouse Strat is awesome for the money. Yeah, I agree, absolutely. You know, if I could go back in time, I, I have my Custom Shop Copper Strat. If I could go back in time, I would have not bought that. I would have bought a Deluxe Roadhouse Strat in the Copper, for sure. That's essentially what my uh, Custom Shop Strat is. Uh, I, I, I like my custom shop strat. I do, but I've said this many times. Um, uh, I wouldn't buy it again because as good as it is, it's not better than any of the other, um, uh, you know, deluxe road strats or even American standard strats. I just, nothing about it. it's so much more epically special, but, but I do, I do love the fact that it's unique. So, uh, Let's see. What else do we got? I'm trying to hit the some of the non, non uh, what do you call it? Pen questions. Okay, so good. It's on the Robert's saying, hey, the roadhouse strat does not have additional tones. The six way stretch switch is actually controlling the boost for the preamp. I have the 2017 right here. Oh, that's cool, right? That's good to know. Uh, is it a battery boost? I don't remember it having a battery. So at least I don't remember that. Uh, So if he, hold on if somebody, if somebody answers it, I'll, I'll shout it out that it has, I, I don't think it has a battery. Oh, Richard. You know, it's funny, Richard, is you've got a uh, great comment. She says, I hate when people say it's great for the money. It's like when they say she plays great for a girl. Uh, I have a pet peeve when she, that saying she plays great for a girl. I hate anytime anybody does a, uh, what I call a disclaimer or a, you know, right. A descriptive to, d- to noun something. I understand what you're saying. Um, and, uh, I don't actually have a problem with people saying, you know, it's a, you know, it's great for the money. Um, I always say short money. I, I must've picked that up from a movie somewhere. It's like good for short money. Some, something that somebody said once and it's stuck. Uh, I like saying that sometimes like it's good for short money. In other words, it's it, it basically it, you know, it doesn't require the investment that I think it's, it, it, it needs. You know what I mean? I don't know if I'm saying that right. Like sometimes you feel like you get a good deal. That's what I'm trying to say. Sometimes I buy stuff that I love, but I don't feel like it was a good deal. I just think I wanted it and it's worth it. Uh, so all right what else uh okay let's do hold on a second all right uh john clark says idea for uh, john clark says idea for a funny april fools video sharpen my bass with a large mouth oh like sharpen my bass with a large mouth on the plaque needs a restoration before regarding a bass guitar yeah that would really make the bass players nuts if i finally did a sharpen my bass and then it wasn't a bass that would be uh yeah they would kill me uh so uh, the sharpen my bass i i'm trying to line up a sharpen my x7 string and a bass uh video as well uh I, I, and when i say trying i think it's all lined up i'm just you know working out the, the stuff uh cheddar says just don't have that weirdo HP 42. He means uh, Hinning on my thing. He's been on the show once uh, He was on the uh, the group one. I don't know if Hinning would come on. I think he would come on I don't think he I mean, I don't know why you have a problem with that uh, Jeff Harper says I'm doing an upgrade on my Squire Strat electronics text pickups tusk nut ratio tuners The only concern is enlarging the tuner hole advice um Okay, so you're talking about the Squire Strat. So the thing you have to realize, you have no choice. You have one of two decisions when it comes to the holes and the headstock for the tuners. Uh, You have to decide if you're gonna use the vintage uh, uh, size or the modern size tuning keys. And if you, my my goal whenever I'm modding anything is to not have to drill or make uh, modifications to the guitar. So if I can get the tuning key that fits into that already pre-drilled hole, that's what I want to do. Even if it costs, costs me an extra couple bucks to get the right tuning key to fit. Uh, so there you go. I know what you're saying with the ratio tuners, um, because they're 10 millimeters and I think yours is an eight millimeter hole. So, um, the only thing I can tell you is you're, it's a wise, it's an improvement to put the ratio tuners on there. You will be happy with that. But once you're down that hole, you're always going to have those holes. Uh, but there's fillers, uh, there's these like sleeves you can buy. I just, I'm not a big fan of them, but you can buy little sleeves that will fill in. But here's the deal. You just, Jeff, you just have to decide. You're either adding those tuning keys to that guitar forever, so when you sell it, it goes with them, or if you keep it, it's there, or you've got to go with a different kind of tuning key. Um, Ratio tuners are great, but there are other great locking keys that will have an 8-millimeter hole. HipShot has a great tuning key I recommend that will uh, take care of your needs, and um, you can still buy a Tusk Nut. Like I said, I like Ratio, but I like HipShots uh, in, in a lot of ways just as much. Uh, Mary D says, Hey, Mary D, what about trying to get Aaron from Warmoth on as a guest? It, okay, so I don't know him pers- specifically, but I would imagine I've been watching Warmoth videos lately and he's been doing stuff. He just did a tone test, right? Some kind of tone test. That's who you're probably talking about. Uh, that would be cool. Yeah, I can reach out to him. Uh, then we could talk to him about parts, not the same as a review, but still, you know, and that's the thing about this. That's why I want to see if, uh, for next year, if I could have guests on, because I want to kind of move as far from these review style uh, videos as I can. Uh, and the reason is, is because I find myself really enjoying content where we're just, I'm just discovering stuff. You know what I mean? I don't need to like whole video doesn't need about one product. I really like it if we can talk about multiple things or just it, what you might already have at home and how you can fix that. I think that's really cool. So that's why, like I said, a tube expert would be great. Uh, questions I get a lot are about tubes and I'm just not a tube freak. I just don't know a lot about tubes. Uh, uh, I have I have specific things I like. Uh, yeah, you know, uh, so Chris just said, get Josh Scott from JHS. You guys could do a five hour show. Geeking out on boss pedals. Andy from Reverb, Dan and Mick from TPS, and Dave Freeman. Well, Dave Freeman, I think uh, I think is somebody I think I can get on the show. Uh, I've been talking to the Freeman guys about some stuff and a little cool little side project thing that we could cool for a video. Um, uh, you know, and they, they that's cool. Josh would be great from JHS. Um, you know, Josh, I'd like to just interview him about the uh, the uh, boss pedal, the Boss JHS pedal. So uh and then like i said cuz he's a boss freak and i'm curious why that all happened with him and boss and it's really cool because uh, i think i told you guys this on so my year into your sum up you know i end up keeping the boss jhs pedal over the jhs pedal and the main reason is cuz i like the jhs tone but i like i said like like you're saying in this comment, chris uh, i'm a big boss fan and he's a boss fan too so i'm curious to see you know what what is love for bosses specifically cuz i know what it is that i like about boss all right uh Yeah, Josh's vlogs are awesome. You know what, I agree. I think I said this before though, I get nervous watching him in this car driving though. <laughs> so. Ricardo says, are you aware of a tube speaker? No. No, but I want to say it out loud so we can index it later. How are we doing on? Um, Oh, here's a crazy, a crazy question. Benjamin says, why is my Thornbucker raw nickel bridge noisier than my Stumac golden age neck? It's not as noisy as a single coil, but it isn't uh, bucked as the neck. Uh, it, 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 again, I'm not looking at what you're looking at, but because the Thornbuckers are coil splittable, uh, I would imagine something is wrong. And so here's what I would highly recommend, Benjamin, if you, if you either, you can do it yourself or you can take it to a local shop to have somebody do it. It is not uncommon. Uh, it's not super common by any means, but it is not unheard of. That's probably what I'm going to say. It's not unheard of that the wires be wrong. I, I have, I have chased a problem with a pickup on a, on a, a, a guitar once where I was wiring it correctly and, and and finally all I had to do is test each wire and found out that they were actually mis they were in the wrong spots, wrong colors were wrong, were attached to the wrong things inside. So there's, there is more than just, first of all, you could have a wiring mishap. You could have wired it incorrectly and uh, you could be coils split and not know it. Um, And uh, the other thing that could happen is uh, you could have not necessarily grounded properly, you know, just the ground to get the signal through, but not the correct uh, ground. The other third thing, which is like said, is there could be a variable in the pickup. So I would, Test it because what I can tell you is this I have my thornbucker pickups in my guitars and they uh, make no noise and I have stumac Golden age pickups. I have both your pickups and they are the same in in noise ratio So my guess is you have either a defective pickup. It's very possible. You have a wiring issue That's um, even more possible. And like I said, you could have a mislabeled uh, pickup, which is also defective But uh, I would have it tested if you don't uh, have a place to take it tested. You can uh, you can look it up You just test it with your multimeter Okay, uh, oh, okay. So he's telling me more information. He says they are, they're both split with two independent uh, D B okay, DB D P T D T S. Uh, okay, so um uh they are both split with two independent okay. So uh, the question benjamin will want to ask you is a weird question when you're playing the pickup and it's noisy and you coil split it does it get louder does the noise does it get louder or does the no- noise stay the same if it stays the same that is definitely there's the problem is that it's it's there's an issue even if it's even if it, i'm not talking about changing sound if you pull it up and it changes sound that's fine but if the noise doesn't change that tells you something if the noise gets louder when you pull it up then then it's probably not a wiring issue it could be a defective pickup So, there you go. Um, Hold on one second. I got cool. I got moved my screens around now, so it's a little easier to navigate, but they're smaller. So, it takes a second to move to see. Uh, Yes. Okay. So, I was waiting for his answer. Yes, it gets louder. The noise gets louder when I split it still sounds great okay so if it's getting louder because it it should it should be loud you should be introducing the 60 cycle hum as you split it um so that's i don't know if that's a good sign but it's definitely not it's not it it might mean that you have i don't know it might be a defective pickup but i'm my my gut says is that it's it's probably a wiring thing so but like i said i i i hate telling you that because i have chased uh Wiring. I have chased a wiring schematic to death to find out that it was actually all the pickup all along. So it's it's important to test the pickup. Uh, hey Masa Xanonis. <laughs> Masa Exononis says, What is my favorite guitar with a Floyd Rose? Um my my Nuno in four right there, the green swirl by far. I love that guitar that's the Floyd I use I mean I, I feel weird saying my Ivan is because they're not real Floyd's so that guitar with the Floyd it's a German-made Floyd it's fantastic I love the guitar um, I've had the guitar since 2006 I think I bought that in 2006 something like that so I' had it for a while uh, detronic Detroit ah Detroit funk hey Phil yo Phil yo Detroit funk yeah uh, yeah, it looks like some of you guys are chiming on the Thornbucker thing too. The Thornbucker coils have different numbers and of wines uh, for each reach from each other. Yeah, like said. But I, the the easy part for you is that it's not supposed to sound the way it's sounding with you, so you know you have an issue. Uh... Yeah. And James says, look for missing grounds. These are a miss one. I agree. Or you could have a cold solder joint and it's not connected correctly. There's like I said, it, it does sound, I agree with, uh, with, uh, Tyler, it, uh, no, sorry, not Tyler. James. Uh, I, I, again, not seeing it. We're just guessing It's like, like, you know, car talk over the radio, uh, ground issue seems to be the issue missing a ground. So it should not be making any noise. It's a quiet pickup. uh brian says he needs to get going thanks for all you do bye brian i just want to say goodbye since you had to go appreciate you hanging out this friday uh there's almost a thousand of us okay uh what do we got we have here's a question from steve long where can i find a 500k replacement quick connect pots for epi paul no luck so far try golden age didn't care for them thanks i don't know you know the the sad thing is it's a problem I've never had. I I every time I have to work with any of the clipped out stuff that Gibson has or our Epiphone has, it's usually a removal, right? It's usually like take all that guts out and put all new guts in. Uh, very very rarely are you fixing that stuff. Um, I fixed a few, but I've never had to replace parts. I was just fix the parts. Does anyone know where you can get Epiphone clip on components at? So. Anyone says anything cool, please, uh, I was going to tell you, um, Steve, check the comments, make sure somebody puts it, and if I see it, I'll talk, I'll shout it out too, always cool. Uh, uh, oh, TDH Nashville says, yo, Phil, since the new CEO of uh, CEO, uh, of CEO has taken over of Gibson, have you had communication with Gibson on doing some guitars, uh, their guitars? No, uh, good and bad of that. Um, no, Gibson hasn't reached out to to talk anymore about any content. Um, but the good news is uh, they have reached out to other YouTubers that I'm friends with. I've talked to a few of them now and uh, it seems like there's, you're going to get, start seeing reviews of, uh, Gibsons and Epiphones and stuff. Uh, but nobody kind of reached out to me. Um, that's okay. Uh, but if they do, I'll definitely do a video. Obviously, you know, my SG is right here. My SG is like slowly becoming my number one guitar. (laughs) In fact, this SG and this Strat—it's what I keep playing all the time. I just really, 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 really like my SG, man. It seems like every week I like it more than I did last week. Um. Oh, you know, Shaman Blue is great idea. Hey, Phil, what about a series of you playing your favorite guitars and talking about what you like about them, what makes them special? Yeah, you know, it's funny—we're thinking alike. I, I was, I was. Uh, you know what's funny is I love this idea. Uh, of, of um, uh, Rick Beato does this great video, the series called What Makes This Song Great. And I hate to steal an idea, um, but it's I love that idea, not the song part. I mean, that's great, but I love the idea. It's like what talking about what is special, like you said. So, I, I, I was trying to work on a video concept called like what makes this guitar unique, but I'm trying not to just be a blatant ripoff of what his work is. I mean, nothing hurts more than when somebody just takes what you do and just goes, eh, tweak it 2% and now it's mine. I'm trying to see if I can add some value to it without being just a blatant ripoff. Um, so yeah, that'd be, I think that'd be great. I would love to do that. Talking about guitars, like what makes them, like you said, what makes this guitar special? Um, you know, something just as in the as- abstract of what makes a fender strat so much more special than a squire or less special right well, where, where does that come from that would i love that not a comparison video on specs like maybe even introduce other guitar players in the room and have, have us talk about you know what's funny is nobody likes to talk about this uh the spiritual part of the guitar player you know everything's so pragmatic now everything's just so you know it's tone woods doesn't exist or it does exist guitars are this 200 guitars sounds great two thousand dollar guitar sounds great you know, it's like there's a romance to this instrument that I love. It's always this thing that's drawn me to it. The, per- You know, when I go in a music store and I pick up a bunch of guitars, it's always been an interesting thing about why this one guitar spoke to me or I played it and I go, man, I really thought this guitar was great. And I played six other guitars and just didn't feel that way. And I, I've had a situation where I pick up guitars and, uh, you know, you know what we, we talk about this. This is my PRS 594 right there, uh, right behind me and we talked about this guitar, this guitar sounds amazing and it plays amazing. Every time I plug it in and there's, and it's it's a great guitar. In fact, like I said, I said it before, it's a specimen of perfection when I think about guitars and the way that it's constructed. It's like fit and finish is great. It's it's, it's just, it's great, but it doesn't, I don't love it as much as this SG. I don't love it as much as a Strat. You know what I mean? So it's obviously not the guitar. It's something in the interaction that's different. To me, that story, that conversation, it seems so ludicrous because it was like, you know, I, of course, why wouldn't you love this, whatever, $3,000 guitar more as much, as much as this thousand dollar guitar, but I don't know. and that's what's, I think it's a fun conversation to have. So, you know what? I love that idea of having a, a conversation videos like that. Um, so you, you know what I mean? Just to flat out say, you know, what is special? What happened? Why? So I, uh, I've had it happen to me so many times uh hmm okay so uh trying to read what nighthawk nighthawk okay so jacob is saying the the one guitar that i was looking at is the nighthawk but is now not available anymore um that's the Gibson Nighthawk, and then they have an Epiphone one. Or, no, not an Epiphone. Gibson one. The Nighthawk's the thinner Gibson, and then it has the one goofy pickup that goes sideways, right? All this that stuff. That's a guitar that I see in pictures. I think it's never one, never one, one never came on trade. I don't think I, maybe I've done a setup on one once. Maybe. Um, But yeah, you know, it's just, it's a guitar I've seen, but I've never put my hands on. It. Huh. Kevin Barr says, Romancing the Strat. Wasn't that a movie back in the 80s? Yes. Yes. <laughs> uh. Okay. So Matthew says, what's your go-to for learning new licks? So learning new licks is for me, uh, I usually do this. I, I'm doing it right now. Uh, and uh, with Dave Nesdahl. So I, every year, uh, I do this every year, every year, uh, for a week to a month, depending on my time schedule, how I have, I take some lessons. Now, uh, the lessons I'm doing, Dave, Dave, uh, I'm playing my bass, uh, even though he's a guitar teacher, he's teaching me some stuff and I'm translating what I'm learning from him to bass Um, Dave Nezal is great, by the way. Amazing. Uh, player great guy uh if you could check him out he's on the john him and the johnny bean have the uh the 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 show i'll put a link in the description uh the EVH show um the um the so that's how i do it i usually go to an instructor i say i call it tutoring all the time every year i like to get a uh, you know like a brush up some tutoring some you know mostly just for the interaction you know what i mean just to talk to somebody and say okay help me uh, you know this is what i'm doing i'm kind of stuck you know so yeah i i think it's a great idea um you can take lessons i tried a couple of the uh, music is win courses and um you know it was good i enjoyed it uh believe it or not and i paid for them i just bought them on his i did it one on his uh black friday last year i think it was black friday special was it last year i think it was last year so i bought them a year ago i bought some on the black friday special and uh give them a try and i really enjoyed them um but you know what it is and and this is to tell larson's credit um, I enjoyed the videos cause obviously I know him and I like him. He's a great dude. And, um, you know, I like his videos. I, I'm just not that way. I'm not a video lesson guy. I wasn't looking, I, I was doing it and I'm going, yeah, this is cool. I'm learning stuff. But it, I was th- the whole time going, yeah, I just really just want to ask somebody like, Hey, you know, help me. Now, this is what I'm doing. I just want to, I, I want to dive right to it and get it and resolve it as fast as I can. So, so, uh, Yeah. Yeah. Austin says he's taking music as wins courses. I love them. Yeah. Uh, You know, actually what I'm uh, just started uh, is Tim Pierce uh, sent me some of his courses. I asked, uh, I asked him if he wouldn't mind if I check them out to review them Uh, and uh, he was game for it, you know? And so I, I, I plan to do a review of it. Uh, I've never done a review of an online course and I thought his would be great. He's a cool guy. And obviously Tim Pierce is a masterful guitar player with, Amazing amounts of information and I'm sure a lot of you like uh, You know that that look at these online courses would like to know, you know, are they any good? Um, so I thought I'd give it a, a crack. I mean if I can review a pedal and an amp I mean, I don't see how it's different to review a course You know what I mean say hey, this is what it's what it is. Just curious like I said it'd be cool so uh, What else hold on a second, I think we have a pen one too Yes. All right. Uh, from Madtown, Brian says, hey, Phil, love your info, videos, and show. Is there a website about guitars similar to Sheldon Brown's site for bicycles? Oh, you know what? Info maintenance. Um, well, obviously, there's a Stu Mac website, and it has uh, most of the tools not all, not you know, most like seventy percent of the tools have videos on how to use those tools. Whether you buy those tools or not, you can watch the videos. It's free content. Uh, our our channel uh, knowyourgear dot uh, uh, net has a lot of maintenance videos I put on there. There's even a few that are not on the YouTube channel. Um, so so you know, and there'll be more added there. I'm going to keep adding content there as well, and uh, not for any particular reason. Some of the very specific, like two minute quick ones that. If I did a YouTube video, it, it just wouldn't—I don't know—when wouldn't, it's it's not needed. So I put it on there because uh, I'm trying to kind of make it a course of information. So uh, we're in the building process, but you can go check it out now and get some of the information that's there. I've been—we've been loading it up. But my goal, my long-term goal, uh, is to um, is to uh, uh, what do you call it? Is to uh, format it so that it makes sense and then put it out there. okay man so many comments so many questions um yeah David saying Lorenzos saying Stumac videos oh, of course yeah like I said that's why I, I stick with them um next year you know sometimes this is a good time to talk uh Hold on. And I'm pinning a question real quick, uh, from Rex, uh, next year. I, like I said, I want to do the show with more guests. And the other thing I'd like to do is do some reviews that are of non-traditional things. Like I said, review more tools, remove, re- review, more lesson programs, review more, um, uh, uh, you know, uh, you know, like how to, uh, books and, you know, right on how to repair and stuff. Um, and you know not not in a place of anything all the content that i'm doing now the same but i want to add in more stuff more structured stuff one thing i i enjoy is so youtube tends to ha- youtube is a giant force in other words uh you know the community it, it the voice is so strong sometimes you tend to listen to it too much and when i listen to the youtube voice it's always you know review amps another shiny guitar you know you know get you know make sure you get the new blah 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 make sure you talk about this and that's fun man we all love that but sometimes i think uh, it l- takes the energy away from maybe something as easy as man. Maybe you don't need a new guitar Maybe we should check out blah blah's book on how to make your guitar great or Maybe you know, or, so I, like I said I'd like to add those into the mix if you guys don't end up watching them I'm, I, I'm okay with experimenting with it. We'll throw it out there and uh, We'll see what we can I'd like to check things out tools, especially uh, the sharp max I did a couple weeks ago where I did the the Amazon tools uh, that were like $12, which by the way, you know, the Amazon thing was funny. I put a link to that. They were $12 when I did the video. And now, because you guys bought them, I guess Amazon raised the price to $15 or $14. That's funny. Uh, I didn't know they did that. Like, an, like Almost like airline tickets, they're raising the price. As you buy more, they were raising the price. I apologize about that, by the way. I, I don't have any control of that. Uh, so anyways, uh, those Amazon tools, were they great? No. But did they do the job? I'm blown away that they did the job for $12. I cannot fault that. I was like... I can't fault it. $12 in tools. I totally fixed the guitar with them. It's impressive. So I'd like to do more videos like that because, um, you know, I, I was, so, you know, when I ordered those off Amazon, man, I was like, this is going to be sketch. <laughs> this is just going to be bad. <laughs> so, uh, so I don't know. There it is. Uh, Chris says I paid for Tim's uh, course masterclass is correct. Super nice guy, uh, but advanced classes. Oh, okay. See, that's why I like said, that's why I think a review of that would be great. Right. I would like to review his and, um, and, uh, and I, and I, here's what's going to happen in this. Some I'm going to have to buy cause that's just how the deal is. And then some I'm sure like, uh, Tim, they won't mind letting me see the course, you know, for for the video content. And the reason is, is because I would love to go through the courses and be able to say exactly what you said. Hey, if you're starting out, I would start with this guy, you know, right? If you want to learn how to master this, this, I'd go with this guy, because there's a lot of great content creators. And maybe the answer isn't pick one over the others. Maybe they're specifically, maybe Robert Baker's great at teaching you this. And Marty Schwartz is good at teaching you this. And Tim is appears as good at teaching you this. And no different than pedals, right? No different than pedal videos, right? Tube screamers for this guy, the metal uh, zone for this guy, you know, or gal, sorry, uh, for the women watching. Um, and, uh, you know, see what I'm saying? I would like to review stuff like that. So there you go. All right. Uh, Rex, I pinned a question for Rex. He says, uh, Phil, uh, good video would be, are you a Fender player or a Gibson player next and pickups? Yeah. You know what? That's a great idea for a video because, uh, I love Gibson, but I'm a Fender player and that's where I have trouble with Gibson. And that's why like the SG has appealed to me. This SG is because it's over time, the feel of it. It's it's, I want a Gibson sound. Think about this. Think about all my strats. Look what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to do what Eddie Van Halen did. I'm taking strats and I'm shoving anything I can to make them sound bigger, like less the Gibson's. I think Eddie uh, had something when he said, uh, when I said, when he did that, when he said, Hey, this is the guitar that feels great to me. If I can just get it to sound like this on the guitar, I want a strat. That sounds like a Les Paul. That's, That's what I want. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, I think that's a good video. And again, that's a discussion. I think it's an interesting discussion to talk about with guitars. You know what I mean? Uh, Everybody's so like Gibson or Fender. But I'm like, what about guys like me who are like, well, but yeah, I I really like them both in different ways. And I'm looking for this hybrid thing. So um, right now, you know what I'm looking at is an LTD guitar. That's uh, that's my um, sights are set on the next guitar. As you guys know, um, it was funny. I bought a guitar i bought that uh kramer that pacer and um the focus and and brian's got it now and he loves it by the way he's confirmed it is his guitar from when he was a kid he loved it and he's promising to do a video when he gets time then i i promised to when we do a live show uh i'll link it if you guys don't want to talk about we're talking about the fact that i bought a used guitar for 300 bucks a, a focus by by kramer and then a buddy of mine he saw the video and he's like dude that's that's looks exactly like my guitar I had when I was like 15, you know, right? I think it was 14, but anyways, doesn't matter. So we ended up, I I sent it to him, uh, and I just had him pay me for what I paid for it. And uh, and by the way, uh, I want to thank Cheddar Kung Pao because uh, Cheddar uh, paid the majority of the shipping for that guitar. So uh, Brian uh, wants me to thank you, and I might not do it publicly here. Uh, thank you, Cheddar. That was really cool of you to to uh, super chat that day and pay the shipping. Uh, that was cool. Um, the uh, um so anyway so like i said he's excited about the guitar and now of course i'm like well maybe i want an ltd (laughs) so ltd is what i'm interested in next uh so maybe we'll see that in the future uh hey phil i'm interested in replacing the rosewood fretboard on a fretless bass with ebony how much should it cost guitar tech or luthier that is definitely something you take to a luthier i would not take it to your normal guitar tech um, I use the guitar- term guitar tech all the time. I never call myself a luthier. I'm a tech. I like to repair things. I don't really build things. I have built many things, but I, I, it's a passion thing for me. I think a luthier is a great guitar tech. I think a guy who wants to build guitars, I don't like to say guy, a person who builds guitars. Can repair guitars but i don't think they love it so much they want it right once you get the taste of one you try to you can tell when you're talking to somebody if they love building or if they love repairing i like taking my my joy when it came to repair has always been when somebody gives me this guitar this 300 guitar doesn't play great or a 100 dollar guitar and i and i improve it and I, and they play better it's always been the i always like taking something that that somebody perceives as not having value or not very much value and making it valuable. There's a great feeling in that. And uh, that's where I enjoyed. So I do every level and I do a lot of high-end guitars. I end up doing more high-end guitars than low-end guitars. Um, and that's, uh, I, I, I can't tell you specifically why. I think it's just because I have a, a long history with the people who bring me guitars for repair and they trust me with their expensive guitars. That's how it works, right? If I didn't drop one in the last 15 years, I'm probably not gonna drop one now. I guess maybe that's their logic, I'm not sure. Um, uh, but either way they trust me with them so but back to your point uh i would take it to a luthier but here's the thing man replacing a rosewood fretboard on a base with a with a ebony one i, I can't tell you because i don't know where you live and i don't know the demographics of your you know the the costs i'm gonna bet you're probably gonna be better off if you just sell that base off and buy a list something to think about food for thought um the, uh, the other thing is there's other options too. I know I was going to say, yeah, what, what did, uh, what did, uh, Jocko Pistorius do, right? He yanked the frets out of his Rosewood one. And then didn't they lacquer it? Somebody's got to know. I, Jocko is funny. I'm a huge, obviously, you know, a Marcus Miller fan by far, huge Marcus Miller. Um, and I love, you know, flea from the chili peppers and, you know, I love Victor Wooten and, you know, I love, but you know what? Jocko is one of those guys. I like him. I just never like, and you know, I'm not a huge fretless guy. I bought a couple fretlesses and I goofed around with them, and I feel I figured uh, I'm probably not doing it justice, <laughs> so I backed off. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, Okay, so silent uh, sunrise. I just want to pin this and set to answer your question because I don't want to answer it. I just want to say this is a good point. He says, Hey, I'm watching, uh, I'm wanting to replace the strings on my Jackson GS22. Which strings should, what strings do you recommend for an easy medium string? So you have a Jackson GS22, okay? Uh, and so the question is, you want to replace the strings, but you want a easy, easy, medium string. So, uh, uh, so I look at it this way: eights are really not practical in most places, right? I mean, eights are cool, but they're not. Most players aren't like them. Nines are going to be easier to play. Tens are a little, you know, heavy, and eleven is a little chunky. When I think medium, I think of tens. I'm really interested to see what you guys' comment on that is. I think medium. I think light is nines for electric guitar, Jackson guitar. Lights is lights is nines, mediums is tens, heavy is elevens, and then really he- after elevens, I think you get twelves, thirteens. That's like down tuning, in my mind, on a Jackson. You know what I mean? It's a, I mean, on a on a I mean a Jackson JS22. I don't want to say shredder guitar, but it's definitely a rock and roll guitar. It's you know you can play anything you want on it, but it, that's what it is. Um, I would say tens. So maybe even hybrids, but I would say tens. Uh, what else do we got? Hold on a second. How are we doing on time? Oh, we're doing all good. We got a few minutes. Oh, Rocker, uh, Rocker's 57 said analog alien question mark. Um, they reached out to me a couple months ago through facebook and i think it was the owner i'm not sure i don't know who it was but i I just assume it's either the owner or the marketing and they asked me if i would want to review them and i didn't i don't think i answered them or if i did i said not at the moment Um, like i said before i say i don't review uh, a large majority majority of stuff that's that's requested um it's just because i can't i just can't do a video every day it's just too much too much. Um, so you have to, but here, so I'm just answering your question. So that's why, if you're asking me if I'd like to check them out or if you want to check them out, I, they asked, I, I just didn't at the time, didn't do it. So, um, but I, you know what, Rocker 57, if you would tell me if there's a specific model, that's the other thing too. Companies like that, they're like, hey, we'd like to check out one of our pedals. And you're like, and they go and they have like 50 pedals. Well, they don't have 50, but you know what I mean? They have a dozen. I'm like, I don't know. What are you guys interested in? So, Uh, again a lot of that stuff you're trying to make content that you think people are interested in because you know that's the benefit of a review is that you can try you can see me try something and then get an experience of it because you don't have one local that's why i watch i watch reviews every day of things i don't can't get my hands on so okay um Uh, oh somebody's asked me what mic am I using? Uh, I actually believe it or not. I'm just using my yeti usb mic Isn't that funny? I had i've tried a bunch of different mics And this one for some reason when I plugged in I this is the one I like so I use it And uh I have a mixer and I was using different mics with the mixer over the time over the live show And I don't know why just this I just tried this once and I liked it Uh Okay. There's a question about balanced tension strings. Um, I, I'm not a fan of them. My buddy Joe loves them. I am not a fan. It's just not normal. It's not the normal feel for me. So the balanced tension, if you know what that is, there's, they use varying gauges to kind of, I think they're trying to get the consistent, right? The string feels the same different, instead of different amounts of tension, everything feels the same. Um, the problem is maybe in principle the idea is fantastic and uh you know it's a great thing but the problem for me is you know you play guitar for 20 years and it feels a certain way and then somebody gives you something that feels different uh to me it's not it's not an improvement it's another thing i have to learn now i have to relearn the way i do something uh so i wasn't really in, and i just wasn't digging it but like joe i remember he, he got him and next thing you know he he's like i need a pack for every guitar so so uh and then renaissance man says, what is your ideal modulation pedal brand what's my ideal modulation pedal brand i'm not a big modulation pedal person that's why i thought i'd answer the question uh for pedals for effects besides overdrives i pretty much use reverb and delay and uh, i know that's not a modulation pedal for modulation pedals you know I have a lot of modulation pedals that are Boss pedals. I really enjoy them. But I think if I was being really, like, you know, soul-searching it, the modulation pedals that I tend to bond with the most are MXR. That's where I have the most of my modulation pedals besides Boss, and I tend to like them over Boss for different reasons. And one of the things I like about the MXRs is they're they're so, uh, you know, not over the top. They're so s- subdued and kind of like, you know, I don't have to feel like it's taking over the sound. Um, I have never put any time or effort into playing strymons any length of time i know there's like all these high end high end effects units like strymon and stuff and it just uh it's not my thing i i tend to not use pedals very often uh like this amp the marshall right now the only thing i'm running through it um is the uh new x uh reverb and delay the atlantic which i'm absolutely in love with so uh the new x guys taught me uh, something this year uh good for them they reached out to me a couple times and asked me if i would review this pedal and like i told you before like with the alien stuff i said you know no not at this time it's this i just don't have the time because i have to think about the fact that i still haven't reviewed this very axe right i still gotta do that i still got the the uh the uh axe effects not xfx i'm sorry the um helix you know it's other things i still have to get to so i mean when people are like hey would you review this You're like i can't i can't just yeah, no I can't take something in new I haven't taken anything here what I've t- I owe people I you know I told them I would do the video I should do it so um so anyways uh, uh funny thing was new X made me laugh because they sent me the thing and they basically said look we'll send it to you if you review it great if you don't you don't I'm like all right <laughs> I mean what are you gonna do so that had me intrigued because that's cocky you know what I mean I, every once in a while a company will do that you know like they just you could tell they know you're like you're gonna like this I know it then they get it sent to me. So NuX sent that Atlantic Delay Reverb, and uh, I plugged it in and loved it. I mean, I'm just—I haven't stopped using it. In fact, yeah, it's on the floor right underneath me. It's on, like I said, it's right in the effects loop that I am. Love it. So, haven't even done the review. Can tell you right now, the review is going to be great because it's a great pedal. I haven't found a downside to it yet. So, uh, it's 150 bucks, and I think for what it is, that's a great price. Um, you know, the only thing about it is New X, right? New X is—I think this is New X's way of trying a, a boutique. You know, right? Is what they're saying. They're saying it's a higher-end line of pedals than their normal pedals. Um, yeah, well, you know, they're not—they're not wrong. It's great. Uh, Mister Mundy says, "Are there any going to be any more Sharp Max videos?" Uh, yeah, we're on number thirteen, so seven more. Uh, there is two that are in the—they're in the making right now as we speak. Uh, that's how I kind of do them. I have to space them. Uh, I just friend, you know, that's a better way to do it for me for time purposes um, uh, So there's two uh, One uh, was supposed to be out last week. I ended up putting out of order. I think I talked about this last week I put the the number 14 where 13 goes. So number 13 we 14, which is the PRS uh, PRS uh, se and um, that will be next that's the next sharp of my axe and then one after that uh, And like I said, uh, I can't I don't want to tell you guys, but yeah, there's seven more. This is how it works. Okay, uh, I think we'll call it. Hey, everybody get ready for their New Year's. Hey, 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 I hope you guys have exciting stuff for New Year's Eve. So, uh, Brian Brian from Oregon said, thanks for another year of motivation. Well, thank you for a year of motivation. You know what I mean? Um, I was doing a... a I was going through yesterday. I'm trying to make a year end video for for the year end, and I was montaging all these pictures of you guys that I've met over the last year, and David, it was great. It was an amazing feeling. Uh, bound to be successful. Uh, nice that nice name. Bound to be successful. Best first upgrade, $200. Dean XMT Line Six Spider. What? Be best first upgrade, $200. Dean XMT Line Six Spider Thirty. So that's what you're going to, or that's what you have, right? So, so you, for 200 bucks, you're getting those two things. I had a Spider V30. I, uh, yeah, the Spider Five, right? Spider Five Thirty. Is that what I had, or a Spider Four Thirty? I can't remember which one I had. I remember, like everybody hates it. I thought it was fine. <laughs> and when I mean that, I mean it literally. It's fine. It was just not amazing. It just was fine. So um let's see okay on that note uh i'm gonna let you guys go but as always i want to end the uh let's see hold on a second hold on i just want to make sure i'm not missing any questions because it's the last one of the year happy new year happy new year Oh, okay. Great question to end on. Ready? Brian D says, should I make a fretless guitar? No, 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 don't do it. (laughs) There's a fretless guitar on my Craigslist. Some guy has, and it's like a a Strat copy. And he's been trying to sell it for like six, seven months. And it's this thing that just keeps coming up every day on a Craigslist. When I look at Craigslist stuff, I'm like, yep, there's that fretless guitar. You're never going to sell a fretless guitar. Uh, Now, why are you going to make one? I, I don't know. I don't know why you would need a fretless guitar. My advice is don't do it. Should I make it for those guitar? No. Um, no. Can't imagine. I'm curious to see. Uh, but if you do, send me a picture. Like I said, uh, yeah, I don't think so. Unless maybe it's a junkie guitar and you don't care about it. I don't know. I just hate to see that too. Like I said. All right. Okay, so let me grab this real fast. And, and we'll call it because you guys, that was a great episode. Thank you so much. And I'm going to do the shout out. Ready? I want to thank especially you guys watching today, hanging out with me live. All this super chats. You guys are awesome as well. And uh, also, I want to thank uh, the people that make the show happen every week. Bradulous, Jeff Howes, Zachary Rowe, Michael Newman, Bruce and the One Blood Wee Band, Hannah Gunson, John Jacks, Michael Shy, Justin Mabe, David Madison. You know him as Cheddar Kung Pao, by the way. Uh, Andrew could I, I, I think that wasn't a secret <laughs> I'm just kidding uh, Billy Robinson Bob Crosley Bob Pickwode Brian Stewart Carlos Patillo, Chuck Keen Chris from New Mexico uh, Chris Glaze Craig Parker Dennis Prescott Daniel Psychic Dylan 87 Greg Peterson Jason Spacek James Miles Joe Watson Jonathan Pickering Joseph McCarthy Kermit Jackson Larry C. Colkland, Lawrence Petros Lee Hawkins, Lonnie Hoke, Michael Lindner, Paul Ostrike, Lewis, and Alvaro from Petal Pal Facts, Ricky Robinson, Robert Hodges, Scott Tompkins, Space Jazz, Tim, Tim Camacho, Tim Farnsworth, Todd Flowers, and Zesty Basil Pizza. By the way, uh, my favorite thing to say at the end of the video. And uh, I just want to say... And I'll, I'll get the I'll tag that last question before I go. Just want to say thank you to those people who make that happen every week. Uh you guys are awesome. And I uh, look forward to doing our next, next hangout on Patreon. Uh, bound to be successful. Did a follow-up says, What should be the first part upgrade a Dean Vendetta? Oh, okay. The Dean Vendetta. Um, I that's a good question. So let's do that, and then that's how we'll end the in the episode. Let's go ahead and look. Um because I know what it looks like. I know it's got that headstock. That's like dual pointy But I want to look at one so I don't know which bridge you have but looking at the guitar um, I would go in order of things. I think are valuable uh, Is uh, make sure the tuning keys are good because I don't know which model you have an expense wise But uh, that would be a good upgrade to improve the tuning keys But mostly what I'd say on this guitar is uh, I would say improve the pickups but I think you were saying you have a line six and what I've noticed with modeling amps especially the line six style ones is that if you put different pickups in your guitar the the amp doesn't react to them overwhelmingly so you'll see an improvement in the sound but not a lot because that's one thing that's great about modeling amps is that they if the signal's weak they boost it up if the signal's hot they push it down they kind of fix things right that's what they do they model and um, so I would look at the nut as a replacement, a good fix to make sure the things staying in tune and playing great. Uh, if it doesn't already have a graphite nut, a new tuning keys, because locking keys are time saver, you'll restring faster. Um, other than that, I, I mean, that's really the basics upgrades. But you know what I would do on a guitar like that is the first thing I would do is uh, make sure it plays great. I mean, that's going to be better than anything else. So basic setup, that's the first most valuable thing you can do to a guitar uh, is to make it play great, is make it play great. So on that note, uh, <laughs> I'm going to let you guys go. Somebody's like one more hour. I, yeah, I would love to. Uh, but I, unfortunately I have to go. Uh, but as always, I want to thank you guys so much. Great year, by the way. Amazing. Uh, I want to thank the Sweetwater guys for the smorgasbord of candy. That was pretty funny. And, uh, and as always, uh, I'll talk to you guys soon. And until next time, know your gear.